It's Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It's NFL regular season week one. This is the absolute best podcast about the best team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers. I am your host, Mike Fleischman. I am here in the beautiful Loop Studios of Radio DePaul Sports. And along with me is my co-host, Matt Mellemsetter. Today, we're talking about a 24-23 victory last night, Sunday night football. Woo! Let's do it. Um, Matt Mellemsetter... I I nearly I nearly expired from this planet. Yeah, no, my heart stopped beating last night. I think I think a few times my heart was pitter pattering over 150 beats per minute and just kind of quit for a little bit. I, I, of course, of course, this is this is a Packers victory that if if you are watching any sort of news at mm. all or or even remotely involved in in sports consciousness, you know what happened last night. But we have to start from the very beginning in this. And where we're going to start is we're going to let you know that this is Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. And follow us on Twitter at Cheesecagoland. I'm at MP Fleischman. He's at Mellum Setter. We've been waiting a long time for week one yeah. of the regular season to come around. We've been, we've been warming up this car. We've been counting down the days from the beginning of summertime. We have. And, and we're, finally, we're finally bringing an actual... Cheeseheads in Chicagoland podcast to you. So we're so glad that we're able to do this. And I'm so glad that we have to inaugurate it with with one of the best football games I've ever seen. It's it's just a reassurance that football, which I sometimes doubt is good. Yeah. Is no. actually good. Yeah, this was a great game of football. It was was an emotional roller coaster, I think, for everyone who is watching the game, whether you're a Packers fan, a Bears fan, or a neutral observer. It was the game had good offense, it had some good defense. It was just an overall good game. Sometimes football can be a real a real cra- crapshoot, especially with some of the worst teams in the NFL, uh, typically the Bears. But uh, <laughs> you know, this this did this game did feature one of the formerly worst teams yes. in the NFL, yes, in the Chicago Bears. They they had to come up to Lambeau. And the Bears, for 35 minutes, mm-hmm. looked like they had really turned their franchise around. They did not look like they had a ton of talent yet. They didn't look like they had the ability to contend in the postseason. But they did look like they had really put an end to some of the things that had had plagued them for for a long time. And then... And then as this game became more and more incredible, those things that plagued them came back. Yeah. It it I lost my train of thought. It it was uh we're we're doing we're doing this live, we're on the fly. Um I I lost I lost just about every train of thought I'd ever have yeah. watching this game, but uh essentially what happened in this game is that the Chicago Bears controlled the game for 35 minutes of regulation time and then didn't. Mm-hmm. And then not only failed to control it, but completely lost the script entirely. Took a, they took a 17 to nothing lead at, in at halftime. Yep. And at halftime, they thought that they had most likely ended Aaron Rodgers' season. Yeah. They thought the Packers' goose was cooked. Aaron Rodgers did not look like he was coming back. I think he was listed as questionable, but it didn't look like a good hit. It didn't look like he was coming back in. Um, There's a lot of optimism in Chicago coming into this one. Some big offseason acquisitions on offense and defense. A lot of optimism coming in at the end of this first half. Bears fans were riding a high wave. 
and and you know, if if you're a, if you're a Twitter follower, you know, the 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 phrase "1985 Bears" were being bandied <laughs> around, and and not without good reason. Yeah, that's it's it's an, it's as encouraging as of a start to the game as you can get. But I just want to start with this I, this idea that I've had in my mind since watching that game is that football games are sixty minutes long. Yeah, football games are long, long games. And if you are not ready to play Green Bay in their home stadium for 60 minutes, you're going to lose. Yeah, it's it's nearly it's so difficult to beat Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. And it becomes basically impossible if you're not playing a full 60 minutes. And we are going to take a quick look at this game. We're actually going to take a very long look at this game, but we're going to take we're going to take a take a. A scientific look at at just how it happened, and then we'll get to more of the why and more of the big picture stuff. So the game gets started with Green Bay receiving the ball. They go five plays, 12 yards, look like nothing's happening at all. Yep. Bears defense is fired up, and it really bears repeating just how crazily fired up the yeah. Bears were to start this game. They were they were as hyped as I've I've ever seen a team start a game and they absolutely shut down the Packers on on their first drive, picked up a uh, picked up a, a first down run and then and then immediately next to could not gain any yards on their first after their first first down of the game and give it back to the Bears who just march down the field from the 14 all the way into the end zone. And this was one of those drives that that felt absolutely scripted and orchestrated. And the Bears had a tempo. They had a bunch of different formations. They were were substituting personnel. They were using using full house backfields, using using huge stack formations, splitting tackles out wide. Wing formations, the mm -hmm. whole, the whole, the whole game. And just every, every every other play was some sort of sort of gimmick or a yeah. feint at a gimmick, and it was really effective. They just strolled right into the end zone. Uh, Trubisky ends up uh, ends up scrambling in for for the touchdown. It was like a designed quarterback sweep. Yeah, it was like a. It, it looked like it had a little bit of a read option built into it, but it Trubisky was keeping it the whole way. It looked like walks in, but practically, and a. Uh, yeah, a couple of receptions to uh, to to Taylor Gabriel. Just a a good drive. Jordan Howard is is gashing the defense. Green Bay gets back immediately, goes three and out, and give it back to the Bears. They immediately go sixty yards, kick another field goal, yep. and it's at at this point that you start seeing that uh, Khalil Mack in particular, but also Akeem Hicks, is starting to live in the backfield. Yeah. They're busting through that offensive line. Justin McCray was really struggling to keep Akeem yep. Hicks in check. Balaga struggled a little bit at the beginning with Khalil Mack, but kind of towards the end of the game got himself figured out. Yeah, it was it was the right side of the line was mm-hmm. was completely disintegrating. And for for Justin McCray, we saw it last year too. Yeah. He he comes in, he starts, he does not look good, mm-hmm. and then he gets it. And Brian Balaga has not played football in quite a while. In like, 15 months and your first assignment back is Khalil Mack and yeah. uh, Khalil Mack is going to eat your dinner yeah. and then like stick around <laughs> for breakfast yeah. when that happens so yeah Balaga looked two steps slow yeah. McCray looked like he was just unable to plant his feet against against the bull rush and 
so after after a three and out, and it's it is at that point ten to nothing. Yep. Rodgers goes another series, a a finally a good defensive series for the Packers. They go, th- they force a three and out on Chicago, and at that point, Packers get the ball back on third and nine. Rodgers is sacked. He's kind of rolled up between Mack and Robertson Harris. And Robertson Harris kind of falls onto his legs, mm-hmm. right? Robertson Harris falls over his legs. This is mm-hmm. not this is not Aaron Barr hitting no. Rodgers. No. This is not what you'd consider Preston a bar. dirty play or a uh, which bar? Preston, right? Preston. I don't feel like it's Preston. Okay. But it's probably not. Aaron, I don't it's think, probably some I don't think other bar. Preston Bar is even Anthony Bar. Anthony Bar. I had the first letter. Yeah. Hi. You this were is close Cheese. With me. And, <laughs> <laughs> this is Cheeseheads and Anthony Bar. Um, but this isn't this isn't that kind of play where you drive a quarterback into the ground or anything. This is no. just a pocket collapsing. No. Yeah. And this wasn't. This didn't have anything to do with kind of the new rule that was in, instituted in place of like what happened to Aaron Rodgers last year with Anthony Barr kind of falling on him and pushing his weight down into the ground. This was just a pocket collapsing. Aaron tries to fall down, give himself up, and they just fell on top of him and smushed his legs. And it's it's one of those plays where bad knee injuries can sometimes look subtle, where it's just someone landed on his knee. Yeah. And his knee bent a little bit. Yeah. And then he gets up and he can't walk. Yep. And he goes, goes, into, um, goes into the... The blue tent? The blue tent for a while. And then he gets on the cart. Yeah. And Every- then it then it's uh then it's Kaiser time. Yeah, everyone's hearts drop as he rides that cart on out of Lambeau yep. Field. Yeah, everyone everyone is uh is very scared. But then Tariq Cohen gets a uh gets on the punt, gets a big return. Yep. They send uh they send the offense out, and this is kind of the first sign that the offense stopped working. Yes. Is they go four plays, they get negative three yards, and they turn it over on downs. Went for it on fourth and four, and Trubisky was sacked on a little sack fumble. Yep, he got it back. But the the next the next series for the Packers, they send Deshaun Kaiser out there, and Deshaun Kaiser was not ready to no. face the Bears at that point because no. at that point the Bears. I'm going to make a bear shark analogy because sure. bears and sharks are the same animal. Close, yeah. The, the bears were sharks that could smell, taste the blood in the water. Yeah, and were out there looking for Kaiser. Yeah, and they and they got it. They, I mean, the right yep. side of the line was still not like as the game went on. The right side of the line kind of stiffened up and was pretty good, but they had not figured it out yet. Like you said, McCray kind of takes a while to get going in games. He was not going yet, and the right side of that line was collapsing and really allowing a lot of pressure on Kaiser, mm-hmm. and that's where we were seeing his mistakes with the fumble straight up ripped out of his hands by Khalil Mack and the interception screen pass in a, on the next Packers possession. And as a moment for an aside, that that just rip out fumble and recovery by Khalil Mack, like that's what you paid for. That's that's what every every one of those cents was worth that exact he's play. He's very good. Yeah. Khalil he's, Mack he's, is he's un, very, He's very unbelievable. Good. Uh, it gets, gets the Chicago, Chicago the ball back at their own 21. They go three plays, five yards, and mm-hmm. punt it. So a turnover, no points. And then Kaiser gets it back. Kaiser at third and 19 at their own 30 is trying to throw a screen pass in which the 
defense was in the backfield about four seconds before the ball was snapped. Yep. Kaiser lets go of the worst. Kaiser never should have let go yep, of the ball. He should have held it down. Again, he's uh, he's very young, folks. Yeah, he's 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 as old as I am. He's yep. twenty two years old. He's not. He's twenty two years old, and he's been in this system for not long enough. Are you ready to face the pressure of an yeah. NFL defense, nope. Matt? Because no, nope, because nope. <laughs> nope. Aaron Rodgers wasn't ready to face it the first nope. quarter. So Deshaun Kaiser was not. And Khalil Mack picks it out of the air, returns it twenty seven yards on an interception return. Great run back by yeah. Mack as well. Yeah. When we say he can do everything, we really mean he can, he can do everything, do it all. He could probably play wide out. Yeah, let's put him. In wide, I mean, Bears put him at wide out. You can yeah. try it if you want. He 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 found the open spot on the field. He could probably return punts. Yeah, no, he'd, it's, pr- he'd it's, probably be not bad. It's gross at how yeah. good he is at he's football. So, he's so big. Like he might not be the fastest guy on the field if he's the punt returner, but he'd be, he'd be able to bowl through everybody. Absolutely, yes. It's it's he a could, unbelievable how he, good he, he is. He's, he was watching Khalil Mack play last night made me dream of what life would have been like had we given up our two first-round picks huh. to get him. I, from all I hear, we were willing to, Yeah, but the assumption is that they weren't going to be high enough. Yeah. So interception touchdown. At that point, it's 17-0. Green Bay gets it back, and it's halftime. Yep. Uh, so we're going into halftime. The last thing that Chris Collinsworth said at halftime was, Whoa. Yeah. Before he sent it back to the studio. Going back into the studio, those studio guys were acting like it was a funeral. Yeah. Because and and I understand I understand a little bit of their perspective in that like they're they're not Packers fans, but they're used to the Packers being amazing. They they came to watch Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. versus Khalil Mack. Rodgers is out. The Bears are all over everything. They're going crazy, and it looks like it's gonna be a complete blowout. Yep. And anyone who shows up to broadcast a football game hates a blowout. Yeah, it's boring. Because you have to talk about something other than the football game. And it's week one, so the only thing you can talk about is what happened earlier that day or what's happening the next day. Or you can talk about what happened in the preseason, which I host a a Packers podcast. I don't ever want to talk about the preseason (laughs) again in my entire life. (laughs) Uh, So it's... Like everyone is is really let down. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is a face of the league. He's one of maybe four yeah. faces that yeah. the league puts on their national marketing. And f- you ride off on a cart like that. You're Rodgers, who like he didn't grimace when whatever happened to his knee happened to his knee. Mm. Like if you ride off on a cart, it means you're really hurt. Yeah, because he's he's way too tough. Yeah. <laughs> He's made of steel. Somebody swapped his bones for steel in that blue tent and sent him back out here. Yeah, I, d- I just I don't know what his deal is because like I stub my toe in the morning <laughs> and and I wake up in the neighborhood <laughs> calling sick. Yeah, yeah. I could take the month off. <laughs> and and yeah, he might have. I I figured he had just blown his knee out. Yeah, and ah. Uh, that's he goes off expecting. on a cart and and then he comes out and warms up for the second half. <laughs> You're like, wait, and yeah, <laughs> wait a second. wait a moment. We thought you tore your ACL. What are you doing out here? And he warms up, warms up for the second half. the uh, The second half actually starts with a another good Bears drive. The yep. the really really one of the final good Bears drives that ends in a field goal. Yeah. 
at which point it's 20 to nothing. Mm-hmm. It is 20 to nothing with 914 left in the third. And that's when the football game started. <laughs> Packers like gave him a 20 point head start. Basically. The Packers would score on their next four possessions. <laughs> Packers get get a field yeah. goal. Every every possession from here on out they'd score or willingly give the ball yep. up. Yep. Green Bay goes 12 plays, 46 yards. Gets a Mason Crosby 42-yarder, which is a chip shot for Crosby. Yeah. He's fine. So it's 20-3. to three. Chicago gets the ball back. And they do... They have a long... It's a large... It's a long drive. And and the uh, ESPN side is actually messed up. Because part of the, uh, the field goal... Drive is in this Chicago drive. Yeah, Packers had a long drive. Yeah, Packers have a long drive. Uh, Trubisky gets it back, goes three and out. Mm-hmm. O'Donnell punts. Packers get it back. They go eight plays, eighty-one yards. And at this point, like on that first drive where Rodgers comes back, it's it, it's clear that he's somewhat hurt. Yep, he's not he, moving around very well. He's either working pistol or shotgun, mm-hmm. and he's he's not scrambling. He's not dawdling. He's he's making his first or second read. Yep. And getting it out quick. And getting it out quick. Second drive, you start to think like, okay, the defense is going to adapt to this because Rodgers can't throw more than 10 yards downfield because yep. he can't plant his darn foot. And it's just, you know, it's insane that he's out there throwing on one foot and he yep. can still like you know, put the football through a football shaped cone yeah. that you put out anywhere. And then they bring their safeties up a little bit. Yep. And then he whips it over the top to Geronimo Allison. Yeah. Then he throws a perfect dime into the back right corner of the end zone. 39 yard bomb. Yeah. But he throws one, it from one foot. But he throws it 50 yards because Geronimo catches it in the back of the end zone. Right. That's a 50 yard ball from the line of scrimmage. And Aaron's coming out of the shotgun. He probably threw that ball about 58, 60 yards. <laughs> off of one foot. On one foot. <laughs> off of one foot with no jump into it. He's not getting skips, he's pretty much set and kind of just leans back and uncorks one. And it's, I I saw, after watching that play, I said that's one of Aaron Rodgers' best throws. That, that, it has to be. It'll go on to every Aaron Rodgers career highlight reel, and it should be top five. That's, to me, on a plane with that one to Randall Cobb in the NFC Championship game, in that one to Jordy against the Bears, and uh, the Dallas one. There are there are maybe there are maybe fifteen guys on earth I trust to make that throw one out of three times. Yeah, with both legs. Yeah, with with both legs and a skip and a jump into it. And he just nails it. And he just couldn't have thrown a better ball. Pops one in, sees that safety come up, says we got man coverage on Geronimo going deep. It's it's, yep. it's game over. Uh, and Geronimo, Geronimo makes one heck of a catch. Yeah, Geronimo's got a guy draped on his hip. Falling over, catches it. Looks like he he can't really reels, turn to the ball. Can't turn to the ball. Reels it in with one hand, secures it with two, goes to the ground. Unbelievable. Yeah, just obnoxious. How good that was. Yeah. And at that point, it's twenty to ten. Mm-hmm. And it this is the point when the Bears fans that I were watching the game with said it feels like they're down thirty. <laughs> yep. And sure enough, next time they come out. It's uh, it becomes the Jordan Howard show. First and second down, it's Jordan Howard, and then Mitch Trubisky has a chance to really and yeah, you know, this is nearing the fourth quarter now. Yep, at third and one at the Chicago thirty-four, 
Jordan Howard has just run for nine yards. Yeah. Their run game's been working all day. Mike Pettin has gone away from any kind of run defense. He's been playing pretty typically six defensive backs on the field. He's gone very small, uh, basically swept Jermaine Whitehead. Yeah, no Burks, no Morrison in the middle. Limited Morrison snaps. Uh, Jermaine Whitehead, a defensive back, was typically playing kind of that Morgan Burnett nitro role Mm -hmm. that we were used to last year. Yeah, because no Jones. No Jones. As well. So Trubisky throws it to Sims, doesn't get past the yard yep. yard to gain. And now this is multiple problems for the Bears. One, it's a bad play call. Terrible play call. Two, Sims is not a good tight end. No, great tackle by HaHa Clinton-Dix. Yeah, good. Great open field tackle by HaHa Clinton-Dix. It was like a reverse field screen. So mm-hmm. Trubisky rolls out to the right and is looking to the opposite side of the field, expecting that all of the Packers have fled over. And no one has flooded over to the right side of the field. Trubisky whips it back to the left. Haha's there. I think not Kentrell Bryce, but another one of our defensive backs was back over there. There was bodies right there. He didn't have open field. Yeah, and and for Sims, Sims is not Sims isn't he's great. Not gonna, he's he not going to break a tackle, but he needs to find the line. Yeah, and that's that's the first. That's the and so you've got fourth and one at your own thirty-four. You have to punt it back to the Packers, mm-hmm. who are absolutely red hot. And uh, sure enough. Packers get the ball back yep. and proceed to uh, after a false start penalty that gives them first and fifteen at their own twenty. Yep, Rodgers to Cobb up the middle for uh, five yards. Rodgers to Adams for fifty-one yards yeah, just, on a little on on something that's just purely Adams. Yep, and you just you just know that you know Adams is going to find that where it's it's Devonte Adams versus three Bears mm-hmm. and he wins. Yep. It's 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 Rogers floats that little ball up over the top on the fifty one yarder over P- Prince and Mukamura who's looking at Adams. Adams kind of turns around, makes a great play on the ball, and is then just on the run. And there's very few people better on the run than Devontae Adams. He 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 reminds me he reminds me of Terrell Owens in his prime with with the forty nine. Yes, with the way that he can just with the way he can move himself when he's got the ball in his hands and the way he can go from completing a catch to being at full speed. in And it's every phase of the game. You can throw screens to Devontae Adams. He'll make guys miss yeah. from a dead stop. You can hit him on the fly. You can hit him mm-hmm. back shoulder. And his ability to plant and restart yeah. is, oh, and so good. He's he's so good at that kind of like half hesitation. Like he'll fake one way and ju- and accelerate the other and he just leaves everyone in the dust. So you flip the field on a 51-yard gain. You're now in Chicago territory at 24. Randall Cobb for six yards. To the 18. Devontae Adams for six yards to the 12. And Devontae Adams once again on another play where as soon as he caught the ball and he turned, I saw the angle he had. I just looked at, I looked over to uh, Amy and my, my menagerie of cats and I went, he's in. Yeah, it was, it was because he catches it and there's three bears on his side, yep. but he's he's got an angle headed towards the sideline to dive in. Yep. And just makes two people miss and dives in to beat the third one. It's just Devontae Adams, you need three guys to cover him. Twenty to seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a uh, that's a drive where where Rogers is five of five. Yeah. Second half he was like seventeen of twenty three yep. for three hundred some yards. Five of five for 75 yards and a touchdown. Again, on one foot. And this is the point where, like, 
Yeah, I've I've never probably experienced a as significant an injury as Aaron Rodgers has, but like I've turned my ankle before. I've done yeah. I've done stuff that sucks yeah. to my lower body. And I know that like an hour after you do it, if you have something to get done, you can keep on rolling through the adrenaline. Yeah. But an hour later, and it's been more than an hour since he did that at this point. Yeah. It starts to really, really suck. Yeah. So I can't imagine what's happening out there with him. But the Bears, it's the the Bears are still up three. Yep. They get the ball back with nine minutes and one second left to go in the fourth. Mm-hmm. They get a field goal. They do essentially what they're supposed to. And this is the point at which Green Bay's defense started to play this game the way they really needed to. Yeah. Because the Bears are gashing them, and they're doing it the right way. Trubisky to Howard. Howard again on the run. Trubisky, Scramble, Cohen, Howard, Howard, Trubisky to Miller. On a short pass. Yep. Howard. Howard. And then... Then Miller could not get, uh, could not, another pass for no gain on third and two. Or an incomplete pass. Yep, which forces them to kick. Which forces the field goal at the 14. Yep. And this is this is another drive where Howard's just been been getting what he wants. And, and you start to see it come back. But you also see, like, on passing downs, Trubisky doesn't have anyone open. Yeah. And it's not a matter of, like, Trubisky. Trubisky made errors in this game. Yeah. But he's gonna. when he's looking downfield on third and two for his reads, they're covered. Yeah. And I can't tell you how nice it is to see it's that. so great to see the defense that Mike Patton was running a lot of the time here. His, it was a lot of man coverage. It was not a ton of loose zones. People were not getting left on islands. It was beautiful. He was dialing up safety blitzes at the right time. He was bringing pressure at the right times. It didn't feel like there was a blind mice calling this a group of three blind mice calling this game from the booth. So they kick a field goal. Cody Parkey looks like a good kicker, by the way. Yeah, no, that's he, side. He, he kicks some good field goals. He put them through the uprights. It's a 32 yarder. Yeah, good for it's him. 23 to 17. Yeah. You see that? Six points. There's two minutes and 39 <laughs> yeah, seconds love, left in love, the game. You love the bad man too much time. Green Bay has been forced <laughs> to take their timeouts. All of them. They're yeah. gone. Yeah. So it's two minutes and 39 seconds, no timeouts, Rodgers on a leg. <laughs> the crowd is going crazy. <laughs> Pretty much everybody knows what's about to happen. <laughs> Everyone in the NFC North has seen this happen a thousand times. <laughs> First and 10, incomplete. Second and 10, incomplete. Third and 10, Rodgers, <laughs> I'm going to use the air quotes as liberally as I've ever used an air quote, scrambles <laughs> by sort of hopping on his right leg to his left yep. about three feet, staring to his left the entire time, yep. and then turns around and throws a strike to Randall Cobb, who has pretty much just lured his cover guy into taking an outside position on him yep. because Rodgers is hobbling to his left and staring down the safety. Safety bills out of the play. Cobb turns slightly back. Rodgers hits him so he can accelerate. Yes. And and 
there's a lot of criticism sometimes of of Rodgers, how Rodgers throws to receivers and they get those run after the catch yards. This pass couldn't have been placed any better. This pass was four inches past the defender's arms, the perfect spot for Randall Cobb to hit it in stride as he's kind of making that acceleration upfield after sensing his guy kind of leave. And there's off. no one in front of and him. And there's no one in front of him. He turns he turns upfield and it's just green. It's 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 there's one bear at like two bears catch up to him as he gets to the goal line, but and Ty Montgomery blocks them off. Yeah. <laughs> which that's that's you hope your guys do that, but at the same time, like this is not this is not one of those plays where you know it's it's not the Allison touchdown where it's just Rogers puts a perfect ball yeah. on someone and they make a great catch. Mm-hmm. That's not a touchdown if it's not for Ty Montgomery screening off both yeah. guys with downfield blocks. Yeah. It's 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 not a touchdown if Cobb isn't open, which I haven't seen that in too in, long. Well, it's a contract year. So yeah, he knows he's got to be good now. <laughs> so I, we're gonna see a lot out of Randall Cobb this year. <laughs> he he was gone too. I forgot that he was fast. Yeah, he well now he is. Yeah, he wasn't last year. <laughs> Cynicism from Matt Mellencetter. <laughs> Extra point is good is twenty four twenty three. Yeah. And were you nervous after we scored that quick? At that point, after no. The Packers score that quick. I mean, I'm nervous because I'm watching football and it's maddening and I've been yeah. put through a roller coaster of emotions. Yep. And I'm, there's I'm 38 years old. I don't feel much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You've been worn down by yeah. the years. I was a little bit nervous. I've We've seen too many Packers defenses blow games like this and blow great performances like this. And, I mean, the Bears take it, get eight plays, but the defense stuffed them. I tell, I tell you what. I I was watching this game and I had determined that the Bears are still not good. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was not worried is because they are still not good. Yeah, no, they're still developing. And and it's it's a matter of like you have Jordan Howard, he's very good. And he gets stronger as mm-hmm. the game goes on. It's good to have another number one running back. Yeah. You have Tariq Cohen, he's a uh, he's a a Swiss army knife. Does a million things for you. He yeah, you know, he might he might be Darren Sproles for this this yeah. generation. Although Sproles was playing, Sproles is still playing <laughs> on Sunday. Sproles is still playing. He's still this generation. He is no Darren longer Sproles. a part of this generation. <laughs> he is. He's like forty two. Yeah, he, he. I don't know what he's doing out there, but it's awesome that he is. And you have Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. and that's what you have. And that's really, it. And that's that's what you have. That's what you have. And this this drive. And you see a little bit of Howard. Mm-hmm. They, uh, but the the first play from scrimmage is an, is an ineligible downfield on Whitehair. Yep, their center. Which okay, Trubisky was doing absurd things. Yeah, he was. He was not. He didn't know if he was going to run or pass. So I can't blame Whitehair for yep. not knowing. Um, sets him back first and fifteen. Six yards to Howard. Howard did work on his pass catching in the offseason. I believe Al Michaels. He's better at it. Yeah. Incomplete to Robinson. Overthrew him. Incomplete to Burton. Missed him. Yep. Fourth and nine. Incomplete to Gabriel, but a penalty on Clay Matthews. Yeah. This for roughing the passer. And it's It's a frustrating play to see. I'm usually mad when when the Packers are flagged for penalties, but you can't even be mad at this. Sure. 
because balls out, Matthews takes two more steps and hits Trubisky. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, I'd call that on you. Yeah. Like, it was a it was a dumb decision. It was a horrible decision. I it might be the court. first penalty I've ever actually witnessed the Packers commit and agree with. And going, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't like he just hit him. It was from behind, and he clapped him up top, too. Yep. He got up above the shoulders. It was just a terrible play. On the other side of it, fantastic coverage by Jair Alexander. A great play to yeah. deflect this ball. And what we thought was... One heck of a way to end this ball game. Yep. One heck of a way to get the ball back in Green Bay's hands. But instead, Clay Matthews roughs the passer on fourth and nine. But no, yeah, walk it off. 15-yard penalty on fourth and nine. So first and 10 at their own 34. Allen Robinson up the middle, 12 yards. 118 left. Yep. First down at their own 46. Incomplete to Cohen. Missed him. Incomplete deep right to Allen Robinson. Missed him. Incomplete to Burton. Threw it behind him. Fourth and ten. And finally, the defense gets home. On the last time they possibly could before it was too late. Yep. Nick Perry gets home. Nick Perry finally got home. Forces a fumble recovered by Kenny Clark. Recovered by Kenny Clark. And then because Chicago still has a timeout, the, uh, the Packers actually have to like run plays. <laughs> they had to Do run things. all the way to to fourth and 13 where Rodgers finally had to throw it with two seconds, three seconds left. He had to throw an incomplete pass on fourth down as far as he can just to run the clock out. And so it's, it's a 24-23 victory for the Packers in a game that that basically destroyed my internal yeah. organs. Yeah, no, I was I was a sad, scared boy halfway through. <laughs> it's uh, this is why we've been like yearning for football because we need football to do these terrible <laughs> things I, to I us. Need something to cause some emotional distress. Uh, I need to know that I still feel, <laughs> and this is how I do that. You can't feel joy if there's not sadness, Mike. And halftime was our moment yeah. of sadness. Yeah, I whoa, I. Just that somber, like I've never seen the Sunday night football halftime booth. Yeah, somber like that. So quiet. Yeah, they were all in in just utter shock. Yeah, and when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a bit about like what this means for Bears fans and where where Bears fans are and how yeah. how they're doing, but. Can you imagine what it's like to have national media when you've just played the half of your lives? Can you imagine what it's like to have national media be like acting like someone's died? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> basically they did. We, we thought Aaron was done. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It's week one, 24-23 Packers victory. I'm Mike Fleischman. That's Matt Mellumsetter. We... Oh, we're, it's almost too exhausting to celebrate. It's, oh boy. <laughs> well, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back with the second half of Cheeseheads in Chicagoland after this. So just hang on right there. Don't go anywhere because we're going to break it down a little bit, do some big picture stuff. I'm waiting for the music to come in. Boom. And uh, boom. Yeah, boom. it's, it it's going to drop and we're going to be right. good. It's It's on its way. There it is. We're engineering this episode live today because uh, I don't have enough time to audio edit. So uh, hang on right there. We'll be right back.
Cheeseheads in Chicagoland back after the break. I'm Mike Fleischman. That's Matt Malamsetter. Best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we are on Twitter at Cheesecagoland. I'm on Twitter at MP Fleischman. He's on Twitter at Melamsetter. Check out our Facebook group, Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. Uh, catch the links to uh, to all of our episodes posted on that Twitter account and on that Facebook group. Thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting our podcast and making it super easy to figure out how to do stuff like host a podcast. Because now I'm in the position where I can explain it to my coworkers mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you don't even know how to like host a podcast? You can really just like look down on <laughs> yeah, it and make yes. yourself feel important. Which uh, I just live for that. Yeah, no, that's the best part of I'm life. I'm a self-important man. <laughs> so that's uh, that's kind of how, how we how we work it out. Anchor.fm hosts this podcast, and I'm very grateful for them because it makes me seem smart. Um, well, I think you are smart, Mike. I am smart, actually. But, Good. <laughs> but sometimes I have trouble communicating that to the world. Yeah, no, which Anchor FM lets you do. Yeah, in, in, my, own, in my own special <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, I just, we don't know what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers because we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers yeah. when we come back. Yeah. I want to I complain about the Bears a little bit. Sure. But we have to talk about Rodgers first. He's 20 of 30, 286 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, technically sacked twice for a loss of 19 yards, uh, QBR of a 43.7, overall rating of 130.7, and he might not have a ligament in his knee. Yeah, we have no and, idea. And he very confidently told Michelle Tafoya, oh, I'm playing against the Vikings. Yeah, they had to walk that back today. Yeah, yeah, McCarthy ago, had to it. walk that back. McCarthy will not tell the media yeah. what's going on with Rodgers. Nope. And I I tend to believe that he, he blew his knee out. Yeah. That's my belief is yeah. that he has a torn or partially torn ACL. Yeah, you think it's like the Carson Wentz thing last year where it was it looked like like do you remember the Carson Wentz injury last last year where he kind of dove across the goal line didn't look like he got smashed that much on the leg and then plays the next possession leaves the game turns out it's 20 ACL. Yeah, I, I would not doubt if this was if this was serious and that the are I would not doubt if the next episode of Cheeseheads in Chicagoland was more somber. Yeah, sure. Than this one. I hope not. But, but at this point, I don't care. It might be in the cards, but yeah, it's. We, I don't. I don't care. We got one. Yeah, uh, I. I got to see one of the most amazing games I've ever seen. I. I rank it up there with the Favre game after his dad died, mm-hmm. which was just. It's hardly even football at that point. Like yeah. it, it's just, it's just like a pure, pure catharsis. Yeah, and this one was very much the same, and you know, the, you know, we're certainly not talking about anyone's death the way no. we were with Favre. But at the same time, like the Bears had just just done what the Bears fans had been telling me they were going to do all offseason yeah. for for a sustained 30 minutes. They went and got the best player on one side of the ball in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. He played he played despite not being in training camp or any preseason games for the Raiders. Yep. He played one of the best halves of football that any defensive player has ever played in the history of the game. Absolutely. And everyone is going crazy. They think that they've knocked out the best quarterback in their division and knocked out one of their obstacles to actually contending in the division. Yep. And they did it. They did it without like the Trevathan BS hit on Adams last year. They did it with clean football. Yeah. Like they were doing it the right way. 
and then they forgot to come out and play in the second half. And what that does is it just like it makes the comeback and like Rogers just walking back out there and like it's not this isn't Paul Pierce in the wheelchair. Right. This this isn't this isn't that sort of BS either. No. Yeah, that this isn't uh isn't one of those like, oh, I've made a miraculous comeback. Yeah. Like this, yeah, he could not walk off the field and yeah, I don't honestly know if he should have walked back on. No, it. I, like, I mean, we'll, I I hope eventually we'll figure out if he should have walked on back on yeah. or not. Um, but no, like the way he was moving, he didn't he didn't look great. No, it was terrifying. Yeah, it was every play. I was so worried that Justin McCray was going to give out and somebody was just going to roll into Aaron's legs and that was going to be it for Aaron Rodgers' career. But the team woke up. Yeah, team and- woke up. That line played stellar in the second half and it's so yeah I don't want to like switch to the Bears immediately but just Aaron Rodgers good lord that guy can just play ball yeah he's a good football I've never seen anything like it no honest to god there's never been anything like it there's no number or eye test or anything that corroborates there having been a second Aaron Rodgers in history yeah this is the only person that's ever played football at this level like, I I am I am a crazy Packer fan in that I believe that Tom Brady might be the more scientific, like actual. When it comes down to like what you coach into a quarterback, Tom yep. Brady is the better example of that. Sure, the the mechanics are slightly better. Yep the the throws are a little bit more on point. His reads are sharper. His improvisation is less nonsense. Is less free jazz. Yeah. He is a more ordered quarterback yep. than Rodgers. Brett Favre, a guy who I got to watch his entire career, was more of the gunslinger. Yep. More disordered. Rodgers sits somewhere between the two. And with the best, I think the best traits of each type. Yep. And and you know, we were talking, we were talking on Twitter. I, I was actually talking with Aziz Alathman, my buddy in Bahrain, that uh, can you imagine if the Packers played the Jets? Bills and Dolphins twice every oh year. Oh my god! The way the Patriots do. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would be okay. But instead, we got Khalil Mack and the Vikings yeah. defense, and even even Matt Stafford and the Lions defense is not bad. The Lions have a decent defensive backfield. Yeah, Stafford can and fling Stafford it can put points up on the board. Matt Stafford, uh, Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum. And Mitch Trubisky would all be the second best quarterback in yeah. the AFC East if they move there tomorrow. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Peterman. God. Ladies and gentlemen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Josh Allen's gonna be one of the biggest busts. Ladies and gentlemen, there. Sam Darnold. Actually, Sam Darnold and the Jets are currently up 10-7 on the Detroit yeah. uh, Lions. So that's we will keep our eye on that a little bit more as we go through the day. But Aaron Rodgers, I just you can't you can't even talk about this one because it's just a matter of like I don't know how he did it. Yeah. I know what he did. Yeah. Which was he didn't miss a throw. Yeah, he in went the perfect. second half. He decided that, oh, I had kind of a bad first quarter. I'm gonna be perfect yeah. this half. I might not have a knee anymore. I might not have a knee. I was not great on the two legs in the first quarter, but guess what? I'm perfect on one yeah. leg. Just like twenty fourteen. Nearly perfect on one leg. See Danica Patrick almost die up there in yeah. that box. 
Like this is going to be hard, hard for your health, Danica. And <laughs> you guess what? And you, what you drive, every night. you drive race cars <laughs> centimeters from other race cars at two hundred miles at two hundred miles an hour, and like this is going to be pressure. <laughs> oh, it's it's madness. Now I want to talk about the Bears. Okay. The I am I found myself as the night went on realizing that like yeah Aaron Rodgers decided to go perfect the Packers mm. decided to go perfect their defense decided to show up yep but all the Bears needed to do was score seven points in the second half yeah and they couldn't do it no and and they couldn't do it after playing one of the best halves of football they've ever played yeah ever. Yeah, one of the best halves of Bears football that I've watched. And it's definitely. shocking because you can't explain it. I, I cannot I cannot offer you an explanation as to why they're throwing on third and short. I cannot offer you an explanation as to why they're throwing to receivers who are not beyond the first down line yeah, no. on third and short. I can't offer you an explanation as to why Trubisky missed like four guys in a row who actually had a little bit of space. Yeah, by overthrowing them all. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't explain... Like why? It's the Bears. Why all of that happened? I can't explain why they went into halftime up seventeen nothing and came out thinking that they had already won. Yeah, came out dead. I and and to a to a bigger extent, like I can't explain why they're why they're running like a bunch of like high high intensity in rhythm multiple formation gadget offense in the first half. Right. And then are running up single back two two three yep. in in the second half and not getting it done. Like I it made me upset because don't tell me that Matt Nagy's some kind of offensive genius if he can't dial up a good play after you've made him punt once. Yeah. If if the second that you punt one time is the end of your game in the end of your game plan, you probably aren't the guru of the NFL. Yeah, because uh, you hear a lot about like these. You know, he's he's crazy. You know, he's he's got all this like Kansas City Andy Reid stuff, and he's gonna mm-hmm. bring it all to Chicago. Like, bring a winning record to the Bears. Yeah, don't bring them like some sort of guru offense where you're gonna reinvent the wheel. Learn how to run the ball on third and two. When yeah, you're, when your running backs are picking up chunks of yardage. Consecutively, bring them a road division victory. Yeah, it's first. And he wasn't what we saw from Matt Nagy, and I mean, the Bears' offense in general was they weren't reacting to how Mike Pettin was calling the game. Mike Pettin very often was limiting the people up at the line mm-hmm. for our run defense and really overpowering our our defensive backfield, running six defensive backs, running three defensive linemen not really focusing on the run, saying the Bears can run the ball if they want. We're just not going to give up the long pass. And the Bears never really countered that. They didn't keep running the ball. They would start to throw it, and it didn't work because we had six defensive backs. Jordan Howard, 15 carries for 82 yards, no touchdowns. Tariq Cohen, five carries for 25 yards. Trubisky scrambled seven times for 32 yards. Team finishes with 139 rushing yards. Yep. Uh, Cohen's, I think, two of... Three of those carries were in the first half, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Jordan Howard. Well, one of them was the first carry of the game, right? Out of that yep. wingtip yeah. um, gadget play. I'm just going to like, I'm going to give Matt Nagy like a free piece of advice in that Jordan Howard should carry the ball 25 times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jordan Howard should get the ball as many times as you can feed him that ball. Yeah. Because he just, it seems like Jordan Howard's energy never runs out. 
Yeah, he gets better as the game goes on. On the 27th carry, it feels like he's still yep. chugging through the same and it's as he not was a, on the It's not carry. a cliche either. Like no. He legitimately gets better as the game goes yeah. on because he's in better shape than 99% of the yeah. league. Yeah, and it, it goes back to Jordan Howard's rookie year. The games where he was getting more than 20 carries, the Bears were better, and Jordan Howard was having huge games. Yeah, it's Jordan Howard needs volume carries. Even in this game, 15 carries for 82 yards, that's 5.5 yards per pass. Trubisky threw 4.9 yards per pass 5.5 yards per rush oh. sorry and meanwhile meanwhile the receivers alan alan robinson uh alan robinson made two catches that yeah. i would consider to be worthy of what he got paid yeah, pretty good. and then a couple of easy ones yeah but that first jump up and grab it on a 50 over 50 ball jair over jair that, woo. that was good coverage by jair yeah. too jair alan. i was very impressed with jair alexander tonight so was i night. put on an island against alan robinson yeah. that, that's a uh Guy with something to prove. Yeah, I but, think I thought Kentrell Bryce was also great. Yeah, but you look at you look at their receiving. Taylor Gabriel five catches for twenty five yards. Jordan Howard five for twenty five. The uh, longest pass completion of the night was that thirty three yarder to Allen Robinson yeah. on that great play over over Alexander. Um, Trubisky has a, a strong arm. Yeah, he's got a strong arm. I just want to point that out again. Yeah, if all these things were like. I am so I'm just I, I'm like unreasonably salty and like and like our our friend Tim Stevens like literally told me on a tweet that I didn't consider to be entirely offensive like told me literally like pump the brakes like without irony told me mm-hmm. that when I was basically just like basically calling out Nagy on yeah. Twitter for for thinking that he was going to like outsmart the NFL yeah. by lining up a tackle out at slot receiver. We've seen that. Like Chip Kelly did that in Philadelphia. It didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, outs- it doesn't work. Outsmart the NFL by getting your team to play sixty minutes. Yeah, first. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep harping on that because it's like, yeah, I get it. The Packers did something improbable, and and it's very good that they did that. But we were told this. We were we were told that this this coaching hire by the Bears was going to get rid of the nonsense. Yeah, and bring it back. And like it's, nah, the Bears are gonna always gonna be the Bears. Yeah, it's. Also, Khalil Mack not in game shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, yep. like, had something to prove, was, like, super fired up to get out there, was able to play 30 minutes, and then uh, don't remember saying his name in the second half. Yep, yep. Brian Belaga got on his game. Khalil Mack wore out. Yeah, it's just how it is. It's yeah. a long, it, football games are long, grueling, physical grudge matches, and the Bears didn't show up for all four quarters. Take a look at some Packers other than Aaron Rodgers, who was who was just this game for for Green mm-hmm. Bay. Jamal Williams had had some trouble finding uh, finding any sort of holes. Of course, the front of the Bears is now very good. The front of the Bears is very good. I also thought Mike McCarthy didn't do a great job of calling his plays, at least with Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams was running up the middle a lot, where there wasn't really anything. Uh, Bounced it outside a few times, picked up decent chunks. We saw him bounce outside on that zone run for 11 yards in one of the first drives of the game, and then he kind of didn't go outside again. And Montgomery only got the ball twice. There wasn't really any outside runs. It was really pounding the ball inside or throwing the ball. And, of, of course, the run game will look different when Aaron Jones comes back. Yep, and Aaron the run Jones game might look different if uh, if Aaron Rodgers is able to line up under center again yeah. this season. yeah. Which is doubtful. <laughs> Which is, hey, God yeah. knows. 
Randall Cobb, nine catches, 142 yards. When's the last time I got to say that? Uh, nine catches, 142 yards, a touchdown, long, long seven, 75 for Randall Cobb. Oh, that's so, so nice to see. Devontae Adams, five for 88. Geronimo Allison, five catches. There's your big three. Yep. We we spent a lot of airtime talking about the, the back of the receiving core. Mm-hmm. You know, Montgomery, two catches. Kendricks, one. Jimmy Graham, two. Jimmy Graham will... will, will uh, We'll see more. We'll get there. We'll see more Jimmy Graham when we get in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, only one of Rogers' pass down, passing touchdowns this game came in the red zone, and it was to Devontae Adams. Everything else came from outside yep. the red zone. So, but the big, the big three, we we knew it was going to be Cobb, Adams, and Allison, and uh, there they are. Only four wide receivers got snaps. Uh, Devontae Adams saw fifty nine snaps. Randall Cobb saw fifty two. Geronimo saw forty two. Marquez Valdez Scantling saw two. They were the only receivers. On the defense, Kentrell Bryce, you mentioned him a bunch. Yeah. He he played great. He had a sack. Really good. Uh nine tackles. Just a, a good a yeah. good game for he Kentrell was, Bryce. He was close on some on some some zone coverage stuff. There was a ball down to the goal line that uh he was just about a hair too slow coming over on that swing. He I I thought Kentrell Bryce struggled a little bit in coverage, but overall was pretty solid. He was he was where the ball was all the time. He was around the ball, he was making plays. Yeah, and you can fix that kind of stuff. Josh Jackson looked good. Jair Alexander looked good. These and in in this in the middle is where where I start to get a little bit worried. In that the Chicago Bears offensive line, which is trending towards above average but not great, yeah, really didn't have too much trouble with Mike Daniels and Muhammad Wilkerson. Yep. until the end of the game when yep. finally. Daniels and Wilkerson were able to get a little bit re- bit of rest and come out a little bit fresher. Yeah, and Daniels is still getting healthy. Daniels was on a snap count last night. He only played 33 snaps versus like Kenny Clark's 54. Um, so we'll see kind of when Mike Daniels is full and healthy and playing his usual snap numbers. Um, but I thought specifically Clay Matthews didn't really get any push ever. We saw Nick Perry get a couple plays in the backfield. It felt like Clay Matthews was never in the backfield unless he was hitting someone late. Also want to shout out Reggie Gilbert for some unbelievable coverage on Tariq Cohen. <laughs> oh my God. For running with Tariq Cohen downfield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that and, that might be my play of the game. Uh and and for two reasons. One, you just kept up with Tariq Cohen, who is is probably one of the most ridiculous athletes I've ever mm-hmm. seen. And two, you were smart enough to decide to do so. Yeah. That was that was the route. That was the route that Trubisky was looking yep. for, and he had to come off of that route. Reggie Gilbert, that was, my hands are in the air and I'm kind of speechless. Reggie Gilbert was so good. He nailed it. He nailed it. Nailed it. He nailed it in coverage, which was his weak spot coming into the season. We knew that he's a talented pass rusher. We saw it all preseason long. We had not seen Reggie Gilbert do anything in coverage. That's the matchup you want. That's the matchup that the Bears were praying for. Gilbert on Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, a, a right outside linebacker on Tariq Cohen. A right outside linebacker who's a rushing end, who's not... An outside linebacker who's dropping into coverage. He's not a wheel linebacker. He's not a Josh Jones Nitro linebacker. He's a real rusher. He's there in a 3-4 scheme to rush the quarterback. And on this one, we didn't bring him. We dropped him into coverage on Tariq Cohen, and it was the perfect play call, and Reggie Gilbert knocked it out of the park. And that, to me, is, as much as I'm mad at the Bears, the Packers' defense played a good game. Packers' defense played a great some game. Of their young, some of their young guys yep. made individual plays and that's on them. But the fact that they were put in a position by their scheme to be able to make individual yeah. plays yeah. 
to win the game. That's on Pettin, and it's great to see. Yep, that's it's a sign of a good coach is putting your team in positions where they can succeed. And Mike Pettin's scheme puts these young guys into those man-on-man situations where they can succeed. So so frequently, the the Dom Capers way to, was to put three or four guys somewhere near a position where maybe they could sure. succeed. Yeah, kind of where he thought eh, maybe you can, maybe you can do something good here. But Mike Pettin, you saw it frequently, like. It's easier to watch that defense and understand it because you see the ball go up and you're like, well, I know who got burned on that play because it's the guy behind yeah. the receiver. It's not, there's not, with, with Dom Capers, there would be no one there. Yeah. It, the receiver would catch it with 40 yards of free green. I saw one wide open bear yeah. make a catch all night and like, that'll happen. Yeah. Oh, you know, that pe- happens. There was a, people a, don't fall over. Yeah. In, in the, the opening possession, there was a couple times where Kevin King was guarding Taylor Gabriel and he was playing 20 yards off Taylor Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel would run up, run a little out route and Trubisky would stick it to him. And that's going to happen sometimes because King was, it, King is not able to keep up with Taylor Gabriel. No, rough start, rough start for Kevin King. But yeah. They thought- will, they will. They need more film on him to understand where to put him. Yeah, as to what he can do. He he again, like everyone else, settled down in this game. Yeah, he towards the back end end of this game was pretty good. He played all seventy snaps. He played a ton. Him and Tremont Williams both played seventy snaps. It was just early in the game, especially when the Bears were were running off their scripted plays. They were getting some open routes, but by the end of the game, whether this is on Mike Pettin and the Packers defense, or if this is on Matt Nagy and the Bears' poor offensive play calling. Uh, Packers defense started to shut him down. And this is something that if Mike Pettin is as advertised, yeah. he has a tougher offense on in front of him next week with yeah. the Vikings. Yep. So if he's as advertised and he can develop the players, the player guys like King who, yeah, week one of your second second season when you're maybe not sure if you're a hundred percent and ready to really play full contact, full speed, regular season football, like a little bit of cobwebs are excusable. Week two against the Vikings, oh, you better be. You got to have it. You better be ready. You got to have it. And that's that's a huge challenge because I don't know who's going to be a quarterback for Green Bay. Yeah, we no, don't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen there. And the Vikings are coming off of a impressive I mean, it's lowercase impressive, not like uppercase yeah. impressive, lowercase impressive home win over the 49ers. I know the 49ers aren't supposed to beat the Vikings at home, so no one's really surprised, but the Vikings did what they were supposed to, and oh boy, Dalvin Cook is going to be yeah. really, he's gonna be really, good. really, he's really gonna be good. good. He's going to be good. I mean, he didn't, he, 16 carries for 40 yards uh, the other day, but he has plays. Six catches, 55, so... Yeah. So 90, 95 from scrimmage. He's he's good out of the backfield. He's a good blocker. Every once in a while, he's going to have that spurt. We're going to see it more and more as he kind of gets back into the swing of things. But man, he he's 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 scary. Cousins twenty of thirty six, two hundred and forty four yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Garoppolo threw three picks. Yeah, um, two of them were kind of on him. Yeah, the other one wasn't, but. Uh, I, Garoppolo looked. He looked scared. Looked a little scared. He didn't look. He didn't look how he's typically looked. His team is like Bears two years ago level of talent. Yeah. On it, there are some problems. I don't know who George Kittle is. I don't know who Dante Pettis is. Dante Pettis was a good draft pick for them. 
I don't know who Kyle Juszczyk is. So uh, I know who Pierre Garçon is. Yeah. That's going back into my era a little bit. Uh, I know who Alfred Morris is. So there's uh, there's some guys on San Francisco, but no one really stands out. So they've got they've got to put it together a little bit. But Minnesota want to know. Green Bay want it want to know. There's a uh, there's a big old matchup coming uh, coming at Lambeau. First two games at Lambeau for the Packers that might help them out a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to go on the road to play the Packer to play the uh, the Bears or the Vikings until much later in the season. And uh, and then speaking of uh, of what it might be like to play the AFC East, that's uh, that's who we the got NFC him. North has this Thank year. Thank God. So you're going to see the Bills and the Rams and Eagles on the road. That's a hard stretch. And then the Cardinals at home, then the Jets on the road, and then the Saints and Lions come to town. So a not like the most impossible stretch, no. but uh, you you got to come out of that. Uh, you got to come out of that with a winning record, yeah. If you want to maintain pace, so we know what happened to the Bears in the NFC North. We know what happened to the Packers in the NFC North. We know what happened to the Vikings. It's now seventeen to seven, Jets up over the Detroit Lions in. Wow. On Monday night. If you're listening to this, you already know how this comes out because this isn't live. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm like <laughs> giving you updates. Sam Sam Darnold, after uh, the interception on his first toss, is now 11 of 15 for 122 yards. Wow. And it's a uh, short memory. Meanwhile, Stafford's been picked twice. Yeah. So, uh, so good on you, New York Jets. Helping out a little bit. Last, last Packers it. thing I want to really really hit, and that's just my, my punter watch because sure. I'm a man obsessed with punters. Sure. J.K. Scott uh, kicked himself a real nice game. And uh, two of his two of his punts were returnable as I'm getting back to the... Uh, yeah, which is something we've not seen all preseason. Very few of J.K. Scott's punts this preseason have been returned. Well, no, he was not punting to Tariq Cohen yeah. at any point <laughs> during the preseason is the thing. So uh, J.K. Scott, four punts, average of 48 yards per punt, and all of them were right around that average. It yeah. wasn't like one big one canceled out a little one. Mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen, two returns for 45 total yards. The long was 42. So he got three yards and one punt return and 42 on yeah. the other. And that's Tariq Cohen going to do that to yeah. you. So a great, a great debut for the special teams in general for the Packers yeah. in that uh, they allowed one kick return for 18 yards. That was a great coverage on Cunningham. Uh, Mason Crosby was one for one, three of three on extra points. Didn't didn't look um, nothing was off on any of those balls. Everything was driven directly. There was no uh, there was no Pittsburgh Cleveland yeah <laughs> kicking situation oh, happening out there. Oh my oh, god, the Browns! They can't win. <laughs> They, why are they not allowed to win? Next week. Next they week. They played really hard. Yeah. They played a good game. They're going to win a few. They're going to, I think once Baker comes in, I think once they get off Tyrod, I think they'll win a few. I think Tyrod's a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. 15 of 40. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I think that, but I no, still think he's, he's a good quarterback. He's, he's totally fine. Like Tyrod Taylor's not bad. He's totally on the Browns. He does. He's totally on the Browns. He doesn't turn the ball over that much. He just, he's not, he's not great. He's an average NFL quarterback. Which is all you can ask for. I think he's better than Case Keenum. Whoa. Yeah, I don't think Case Keenum's that good. Okay. All right. I think um, Case Keenum's a sham. He's a, he's false. <laughs> uh, Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum won the game for Denver. Yeah. yeah. On a uh, on a on a beautiful uh, like out almost out of bounds touchdown pass. Yeah, he had three touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. Can't turn the ball over like though. Yeah. 
Got to got to beat got to beat Seattle when uh, when yeah. you're, when you're at home in Denver though. And there's hardly anyone left on that Seattle team. They only have like 42 people on that roster. <laughs> Seattle's top receiver was Rashad Penny. Yeah, I do not know who he's Rashad a, he's a Penny running back. is. Oh, okay. Doug Baldwin went out after the first quarter. All right, they didn't have anybody. They have they have Trey Madden. So there's another Madden in the oh, league now. Yeah, that's that's good. 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 Yeah, good that John's lineage is sticking tough. Ah. Okay. Tyrod Taylor, better than Case Keenum. Case Keenum's pretty good, man. If if you're saying Case Keenum's like... I think we have four years of tape of Case Keenum being god-awful, and we have one year of tape yeah. under a great coaching staff that Case Keenum's decent. Normally, I'm the regression to the mean guy, yeah. so so I don't know why I, I don't know why on earth I think that, that Case Keenum's any good, but that's a... Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see some trash from Case Keenum in Denver this year. Quote me on it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Denver's bad. Yeah, Denver's so, bad. Yeah. So it's just gonna be bad all around. They're not. They're not very it's not good. Not a hot take. <laughs> um, I, there's. This was a absurd opening week. Yeah. Of course, like, and the Green Bay Chicago game deserves more than fifty percent of the pie chart on why yeah. week one was absurd. But uh, that that little that little shindig they played down in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> That was absurd. Oh boy, that was great because we have that Saints pick. So that was some great news to see. Uh-huh. Was to see the Saints struggle against a not very good Buccaneers team, uh, and just get shredded Fitzpatrick by. Fitzpatrick put up forty eight on the on the yeah, Saints. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick signed a backup deal, so he's yeah. he's got to get paid, dude. Ryan Fitzpatrick's schedule goes: sign backup deal, take quarterback's job, be really good, get paid big bucks, be bad again. Ryan Fitzpatrick. And we're once, get- he's 35. Yeah. And once every two years, he, 30. He, be, he becomes the best player who's ever played football. Yeah, he had 35 touchdowns like two years ago with the Jets. But only once every two <laughs> years. <laughs> he, and he currently has the absolute best uh, press photo with the, yeah. uh, with the Buccaneers. He's got a great beard. That's a great picture. Because didn't he have like six, a six-touchdown game with the Jets a few years ago, too? I think he did. Is that? <laughs> he's, he's, he's a nonsense man. Well, sometimes that Harvard education comes into play, and he's able to read a defense. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Patrick six touchdowns, beating the, Jets, the Titans nonsense, in 2014. Man. Uh, he's 21-28 for 417 yards <laughs> <and> four touchdowns. <laughs> oh... You'd rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick or Aaron Rodgers on one leg? <laughs> I'll take I'll take Rodgers. Thank okay. you. Good. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers on one leg has already turned into a highly effective pumpkin. Uh, when when Fitzpatrick turns back into a pumpkin, it's a six interception <laughs> game. Uh, uh, Drew Brees is th- thirty-seven of forty-five for four hundred and thirty-nine yards, three touchdowns, and he put up forty points and lost. Yeah. What has Drew Brees got to do like to get, to get a defense? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's got to start coaching the team himself. What is going on with New Orleans defense? Like, I don't. I you know what? I don't care. They, I don't. If they're terrible, I'm so happy with it. <laughs> if they're the worst defense in the NFL, I'm totally fine. with has it. Has no one told Sean Payton that there's a second half? That there's of the another phase game? of the game? Yeah, no. He's really big on special teams and offense, but doesn't really care too much about the whole defense thing. I recognize so few names from the New Orleans defense. I recognize Manti Teo. Yeah. Who is not particularly good. I recognize Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, he's good. 
I recognize Chris Banjo because he's a former Packer. Yeah, he, he was... I forgot Chris Banjo had a great stat. He was like one of our last undrafted... Yeah. What was it? Undrafted guy out of uh, SMU. Yeah. 2014, he was undrafted and made the roster, but I forget the big hubbub about it. But whatever. That That's who I recognize. Von, yeah. Von Bell, I recognize that name. That's who... I, Demario Davis, but... Uh, New Orleans, the Buccaneers behind Fitzpatrick just hung forty-eight on you. It's a shame. It's it's they should be ashamed. And Baltimore put forty-seven on Buffalo just just in case you were in case you were wondering if Nathan Peterman works out as a no. starting quarterback. It's, nope. He doesn't. He do, doesn't doesn't do it. Josh Allen. Josh Allen looked terrible. He looks lost. Um, he looks bad. Philadelphia. Held serve at home against a Philadelphia looked uh, competent against an Atlanta yeah. team that uh, that I think is is heading downwards. Yes, they are. They're trending downwards. I think Kyle Shanahan was really the big part of that dominant Atlanta team from a few years ago, and he's in San Francisco, and we haven't seen an MVP tier Matt Ryan since. We haven't seen a great Matt Ryan since. And like the personnel is still around, like yeah, it's still the, the same people. It's still the Ryan Freeman, Coleman Jones, and mm-hmm. Julio Jones is just a monster man. Yeah, it's just they've they've all gotten older. I mean, Matt Ryan the other day, forty eight point eight percent completion percentage, two hundred fifty one yards, no touchdowns, one interception, fifty seven point four rating. It's not awesome. Can't win games like that. Nope. That's that's a look around the NFL because uh, we're just talking football at this point. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. It's back. Week it's one. Back, it's Mike. back. Oh, it's back. So great. When we come and do this next week, we're going to be talking about the Minnesota Vikings. Who knows what's going to happen then? We have to enjoy it right now because I don't know what the future holds yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. Just be happy for the next few days. Yeah. God knows what they'll tell us on Wednesday. I mean, I know what the future holds for Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. We're going to keep on doing this we're podcast. keep on rolling no matter what. Uh, yeah, they they could be running out uh, running out like Tim Boyle's older brother. They could be running out Matt Malamsetter. I'd still do the podcast, baby. Yeah. I'd still be on a Monday And, and we'd, st- <laughs> Monday yeah, we'd still be doing Cheeseheads <laughs> in Chicagoland because, because we, uh, we, we love doing this and we thank you for listening to it. So, um, yeah, we're coming back, uh, coming back week two. Um, Melum Setter, any any final thoughts? This one this one was an exhausting exhausting game to process, yeah. and you know, my my biggest final thought is just that if I spent I spent the summer being mad at the process of football, yeah, and the politics of football and the business of football, but the actual game as it's played on the NFL field is incredible. I still love it. And the people who do it are incredible. Beautiful, ordered chaos, and it's filled with uh, goofy characters and and great people and wonderful stories, and I still love the game of football. Uh, My last thought, uh, Mike, who's your cheesehead of the week? (laughs) I'm going to forget about this every week. Who's my head cheesehead of the week? Uh, (laughs) I don't want to throw too much shade, but... uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna not tell you. I'm gonna wait till I, we're off the air to tell you a story. Okay. Uh, my head cheese head of the week is one Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Yeah. I in think, case you were wondering. Yeah, I think that would be mine too. I you took it. You you cheese, can have Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to do the same. I think I'm gonna do Reggie Gilbert. Give Reggie Gilbert the cheese head. Okay. Of the week. He had a great game. All he right. Great Off- play. Offense and defense. Yeah. Yeah. You're. Yeah. We'll allow. We'll allow dissent if uh, if we can get a defender as well. <laughs> 
One for one for both sides of the ball. And uh, yeah, coming up next week, it's Minnesota. Who knows what the heck is going to happen once we get there? But for uh, for now, uh, enjoy this, folks, because this is a this is a good time. Thank you so much for listening to Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. And uh, until next time, hey Matt Mellum Setter, as we breathe a sigh of relief and and just just finally oh, we beat the finally exhale. <laughs> what do we tell them? Tell them to stay cheesy, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs>